Hi, everyone. This is Makara Reed, blogger and editor-in-chief for MoreMakarDaily.com. I'm with the designer, Taina, which I was introduced during the fashion gallery of New York Fashion Week just this past February. I would say hello to the people, Taina. Hello, everyone. So I just wanted to get into your collection that I just saw which I definitely fell in love with, and I saw a lot of pieces that I identify myself with, and I can see a couple of them in my closet. What inspires you to create those those pieces in your collection and pick out those colors? I know it's so odd for me to say this, but it's me being just completely honest and transparent. But I actually had a dream about the red and white ovals, and I got up and I sketched it out. And then when I was asked to participate in the um, in New York Fashion Week, I decided to go with that particular look, and I built the whole collection around those particular pieces. Okay. I really like the jumpsuit with the white and pink. How do you how like how do you get into the groove of starting a collection or a design? Like, do you need to go somewhere outside? Do you need to have a conversation with someone? Like, how do you get to the groove of starting to create your collection? It's really more so um, something that's <clears throat> spiritual for me. Um, it's like I eat, sleep, breathe, you know, fashion. I eat, sleep, breathe, design. It's like my brain is just constantly going, 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 going. And, right. um, it's like it, I'll just go through my sketchbook and say, okay, you know, like it's like an emotional response. Okay, I know I'm creating pieces for this particular show and for this particular setting. I think that these pieces that I have sketched out will be most appropriate. And so I really was drawn – now, let me say that I was really mm-hmm. scared <laughs> to do the ovals because it's like, okay, when you see it, you know – like, you have a vision. You don't know how it's going to look. You don't know if it's going right. to turn out the way in which you envision it. And so it's like you're really, like, stepping out on faith, like, okay, am I going to be able to make this look the exact way that it looked in my head? And then I always get, like, so scared, like, halfway through, because when I, I, I get the, uh, the print on the computer and then I send it to the company that made the fabric, Okay. And he and I kept going back and forth, like, um, these ovals are so big, you know, it's not coming out right. And so that was a really big headache, trying to get the size right. And then once I got the fabric, I started, uh, I did the pattern in and I cut everything. And then when I started assembling the pieces, it started looking like pajamas to me. Like, <laughs> it was not looking anywhere the way that I envisioned it. But... It's like I just have to give myself a pep talk. Okay, you know what? Just commit to the vision. You know, it's my vision that was given to me. Let me just commit to the vision. It's kind of like a, right. um, you know, a construction project or you know a rehab project. You know, everything is a mess, and then you just keep working on it, working on it, and then in the end, you see the finished project all just come together. Right. So did you actually think that you would be in New York Fashion Week? No, so I did not. In, like your career? No, I, I see didn't. that you you I see that you just started your collection, um, your brand, I'm sorry, in 2011, 2016. 
yeah. and you are already in your fashion week. Like, were you expecting it? And when you got the call, like, what, what, what were like your feelings? I didn't think it was real. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was real at all because I kept ignoring the guy. Like, because you know how people reach out to you uh, on the internet and you're like, oh, who is this person? You know, like, what is this? And I didn't think that it was real, but he was uh, persistent. And so he sent the information. I looked at all of it, and I was like, well, okay, it's legit. You know, he showed me the lineup and everything. And so I agreed mm-hmm. to do it. You know, even though even when I agreed, I didn't know what I was going to make, but I was just like, okay, you know, this is not what I was expecting, but let me just go ahead and roll with it, you know, because it was a good opportunity. Right, were you, did you get a lot of feedback afterwards as I far as your collection? Of, I mm-hmm. did get a lot of um, feedback. A lot of people were surprised at the the show based on my previous work, you know, but um, I just really stepped out of my, not stepped out of myself, I would say stepped into, like, who I really am as a designer, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like when you create pieces, you're really just taking a risk on yourself, you know? Right. So I got, yeah, I so- did get positive feedback from, from the show, you know? That's really good. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it, and that's how I was introduced. I kind of did my research, and I saw that you also participated in Memphis Fashion Week. Did you see a significant amount of difference with the audience in Memphis versus New York? Of course, because New York is a broader audience, but... Right. It's like with the New York show, it's it's more um, geared towards business, you know, and more geared towards more so people uh, who are in the fashion industry, you know, like like people mm-hmm. like yourself, bloggers or stylists, you know, et cetera, et cetera, people who are actually within the field of fashion in various aspects. But, like, when you do um, Memphis Fashion Week, it's more so, like, people who just have a love for fashion and come to the shows because that's something that they're interested in and it's something that they can do, you know, and it gives allows you to do more of a direct-to-consumer type of model for your business. Right. But the New York shows is more so industry. It's more geared towards the industry. Correct. So which market would you, going forward, which market would you say you you see yourself more so going into, or would you stay with both? I probably would stay with both because, you know, Memphis is my hometown, and um, that's how I got my start. And if I had not participated in the Memphis shows, I probably would not, not have had the confidence to even do the New York shows, you know. So not to minimize the, the platform that's here in Memphis because it's grown a lot, you know, it's connected me to, you know, the fashion community here locally, but it's also created a platform for me to get a, a larger amount of exposure because if I hadn't have done those shows, I would not have been invited to do New York Fashion Week. Right. So what can we look for for the up-and-coming collection? That's a good question. (laughs) I'm actually, (laughs) look, I'm still kind of like in the headspace of uh, pink and red, but I have a strong pull towards um, khaki, black, and leopard print, and um, Mm. also like Kelly Green. 
Okay, so can I'm never go wrong like, with leopard. <laughs> yeah, and I never love the 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 the, the multicolor coat that I did for the uh, fall shows. That was actually an animal print. So that this the leopard would be the second time I did a, do a animal print if I decide to go in that direction. So that's kind of like the the headspace that I'm in. Okay, that sounds great. And would you do New York Fashion Week again? Yes, I'm actually scheduled to do it again in September. Oh, that should be very good. That's definitely going to be a bigger audience because of the weather is nicer than February. Because February yeah, is like rainy. snow. And yeah, so September is definitely the bigger audience. And everybody's going to be outside just to give you a heads up. So do you see yourself like branching out to men's or do you want to strictly stick with women's wear? You know what? That's funny that you said that because um, a few shows that I've done, I've had some men reach out to me and ask me, do I do men, uh, men's wear? And I don't have, mm-hmm. like, you know how something, I, I guess the way that I see fashion in myself is kind of like an innate thing. It's just like my mind, mm-hmm. it's not like geared towards men's wear, even though I do really like the tailoring of men's wear. Mm-hmm. But I've I probably, at this point, I don't foresee me going in that direction, but I'm more so just centered with women's. Yeah, because men's fashion is, like, booming, and so men are, like, starting to dive more and more into fashion wear. So some designers go that route, some just stay in the women's wear. I thought I should ask because, you know, men's is definitely starting to get more into fashion and care about their image a lot more. Yeah. Now, there are some uh, brands that I have, you know, looked at just to to learn, you know, the industry. I don't know how to pronounce their name, but Musica Frere, the two guys who has the The Machino? No, not him. And Off-White? Not Off-White. That's Virgil Avalon. Well, I can't pronounce the name, but the, well, of course, public school, you know, because they were a men's wear brand, and then they branched out and started doing women's wear, but sometimes I do look at men's wear brands, you know, as far as how they, the, the, the model in which they operate, their business model. Gotcha. Their model and how they execute and their visionary. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so how did you get into fashion? How did I get into fashion? It was something that I always wanted to do as a child. Um, I skipped pretty much ever since I was really, really small. Um, my mom probably has kid drawings around the house somewhere, you know, from when I was a child. But, you know, it's kind of like if you're from a small place or a place that isn't known for fashion or if you don't have those type of examples around you, I really didn't think that that was something possible for me. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like it was within my reach. About eight years ago, I had gotten laid off from a job, and so I was cut to Mama Lou. She's from Little Rock, and Little mm-hmm. Rock is like an hour and a half away from here. So I was doing uh, some research, and I found a, a, a school that teaches garment construction, and so I enrolled, and I would drive to Little Rock every week so I can learn how to make clothes. Harvard can become self-determination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying that Harvard and determination, if, if you didn't have that, then where would you be now? All right. Probably still applying for jobs. 
Yes. Yes. Nothing beats anything but you being a fan of yourself and just motivation. And it can take you so much farther than many others. And that's what a lot of people need to see and recognize when it comes to just creativity. It's just not it's just not about having connections. Also, just determination and you just being a fan of yourself because you just never know who's looking or who's connected to who and so forth. That's so true. So that is such a beautiful story. And I just wanted to close out this interview. There was definitely a line in your bio that I was very intrigued by. And I wanted to read it. It is TN embodies clothes that pull at your heartstrings and evoke the spirit of expressing your most feminine self. What did you mean by that term, that line, that phrase in your bio? Like, uh, what I meant by it, like, you're making me smile. <laughs> but uh, what I meant by that is that design is very emotional for me. And so, you know how you see a woman, you're like, oh, my gosh, she looks so pretty. Like, what she has on is so pretty. And um, that's how I want women to feel, like you look your best self. Not that you look like somebody else, but you look the best Makara, you look the best Tanya, you look the best Kendra, you know. You look your best self in whatever pieces of ours that you wear. Yeah, I thought that line stuck out so much in your bio. I said, let me, I need to grab this to, to get a better grasp so the audience can understand, you know, how you go about making your clothes or just differentiate yourself from other designers and brands. So I definitely want to thank you for having this audio interview. I wish you many success and congrats on your next appearance at New York Fashion Week. I thank hope to so see your collection. And until then, thank you. Say bye to everybody. Bye, everyone, and thank you so much. You're welcome. I really enjoyed this designer's conversation. She just really has such a sweetheart and delicate, you know, demeanor. But her collection was just very graceful and had a lot of taste for a conservative woman that wants to be fashion forward. I was introduced to this collection getting invited to the New York Fashion Week for 2018 spring line. I couldn't make a couple of days so I did get some exclusive looks on a couple of designers and she was one of the new ones for that year. So I really there was one piece that really jumped out to me the jumpsuit that was pink and white. I definitely see me wearing that with some bomb ass earrings because y'all know I love me some earrings. But that one piece really stood out to me the most, even though I did like her whole collection cohesively. I wanted to reach out and just put her on my blog since I definitely love representing emerging young independent designers. And I'm just glad that I was able to interview her, get to know her brand, get to know her process. And definitely let her share her story to anyone that's, you know, interested in knowing different ways of coming up in the industry because no one has the same story. So this is definitely just a different point of view. She definitely has a different background. She did not come from a fashion background. So definitely check her out to make sure y'all follow her. I hope y'all love the interview. Let me know y'all feedback. 
So check out the blog. You can follow the blog social media on More Macar Daily. Check out the website, moremacaradaily.com. If you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at More Macara. And definitely share, like, subscribe, comment. And if you want to get interviewed, definitely hit up the email, moremacaradaily at gmail.com. Let me just drop your link and I'll preview, you know, your collection, look and do some investigation to see, you know, if it fits the vibe of the blog, because I do thoroughly look and thank you so much for tuning in. Stay tuned for more exclusive interviews. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.